0: Hey kids, this is Will. And Travis. From the Days Past Tooncast, here to tell you that learning
1: (laughs) is cool. Heck yeah.
0: For instance, did you know that He-Man had a sister?
1: Well, he did. See, you're looking cooler already. Prince Adam, who would one day grow up to become He-Man, was born with a twin sister named Princess Adora.
0: Well, if that's true, why the fridge? Didn't we hear about
1: her sooner? I'm sure you kids are saying. And to them I'd say, check this out, Doom. quad. Back then, He-Man's homeland of Eternia was being invaded by the intergalactic conquerors known as the Evil Horde. The Horde was led by Hordak,
0: that ugly pig-nosed friend. The invasion was a total sport show except for the fact that the Horde kidnapped baby Adora as they escaped back to their base on another goat dime plane of reality,
1: Etheria. In a truly fished up move, the sorceress of Castle Grayskull removed the Eternian's memories of Adora to spare them shelf tons of grief.
0: So Prince Adam grew up and became that blazing hot piece of apples He-Man without realizing he had a twin sister being raised in Etheria to become force captain and queen beef of Hordak's
1: occupying army. Once He-Man did find out, you can bet your aptitude he hightailed it to Etheria and woke Adora the freckle up by giving her her birthright. A magic sword that transforms into infinite helpful tools, no matter how bad shark crazy.
0: Now aware that her whole life was one big grease lie, duck lie, Adora raised her sword and declared. For
1: the honor of Greyskull, I am she Transforming into Etheria's superhuman champion and major bad aunt, She-Ra. Ever since, She-Ra has led the great rebellion in freeing Etheria from those horde corn huskers. Today,
0: on the Days Past Mother Flapping Shroom, Eaten Great Dane Tooncast, we're talking about She Ra, Princess, Princess of, Power! of Power! All right, boys and
1: girls, get ready for an action packed hour with your friends Will and Travis. It's the Days Past Tooncast!
0: Welcome to the Days Past Tooncast everyone. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast we have adult conversations about
1: yesterday's animation.
0: And this is a time of celebration here on the Days Past Tooncast. Yes. For the second year in a row, we've arrived at the second month. February
1: yep. is uh uh-huh. filmation,
0: filmation. February. February. That's right. The studio that brought us such hits as He-Man and the Masters of the (laughs) Universe. And and Fat Albert and all these other things, we've visited with them many times all month. We're hanging with Lou Scheimer. Yep. And the janitor. And the janitor (laughs) and his daughter, all who did voices and whoever else is on these shows. And his lawn guy. All month long, we're hanging with them. You know, February is for lovers. It is. Travis and I Mm -hmm. are lovers of Filmation, the studio, the animation studio. Yeah, definitely. So every episode that we're covering is going to have a little, at least an undercurrent, if not an over yesterday of of crime, crimes of passion, Yeah. because it's all going to be about love. Oh. The healer, the conqueror. That makes so much sense. Love, love. I love it. And of course... Love begins and ends, perhaps, with She-Ra, the princess of power. <laughs> I, I, was, and I was like, oh, I forgot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> The princess of power! I, I like the other
1: one. The princess of power. power. Yeah, 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 yeah go, go game show yeah, with she I like that.
0: She-Ra. Now, She-Ra has been in the news a lot she in has. the past six months or so. Mm-hmm. We're not exactly right on top of the current affairs with this one, but... <laughs> She-Ra has a new cartoon out on Netflix. Yes. And a Netflix original. Bomb Bomb. Mm-hmm. She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. And Travis and I did uh, well we did something kind of kinda interesting. And yeah, we did. We usually watch these cartoons that we cover on this show. Before we talk about them, which mm-hmm. is a good order, I, I hold to that as a.
1: Uh, I've missed a couple. You, you, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I'm glad you're willing to admit but you that. you shamed me. And you I, I shamed, me shamed me properly. I shamed you as hard as I could. You're and like, look what happened. Go over and get behind the mic now.
0: Yeah. Get over, get over there. I will write down everything you're going to say. <laughs> you're going to say about this goddamn show. <laughs> well, not only did we watch the episode of the original She Princess of Power, mm-hmm. but we also checked out the first episode of She Ra. And The Princesses of Power, yes. the Netflix show, and that's not what this episode's about, but for all you fans of that show, and there are a lot of them out there, we have watched an episode of the show you like. <laughs> so you will like us. You will we well now, you now have a reason to be here. We understand you. We, we totally understand you after the first of a two-parter episode mm-hmm. only.
1: <laughs> we, we will never return to the second part. No, no, no,
0: no, no, no. And for those that would like to watch the original Shira episode that we watched lookies sweetie you can find it by looking for she on youtube where the official she channel has full episodes up for your viewing mm-hmm. pleasure so i'm just raring and ready to go for filmation february alliteration is key like
1: we found out good buddy
0: it is a lesson that we learned the hard way <laughs> how many people how many good people died because we didn't learn the lesson of
1: alliteration so let's dive into it. Okay, let's do it, buddy. The plot. She Ra, Princess of Power, Season 2, Episode 6. Originally broadcast September 12, 1986. Entitled Lookie's Sweetie. The rainbow-colored squirrel
0: people called the Conceals have been imprisoned on Beast Island by the evil horde member Katra. Only one of them, Flossie, escapes, and she's found by Princess Adora and her friend Lookie, himself a con seal. It's love at first sight for these two. A quick transformation into She-Ra later, the group
1: sets out to Beast Island. Sneaking through a tunnel on the island leads them to a being called Mr. Slime Pick, whose slime pit is holding them back. An act of kindness towards Mr. Slime Pig convinces him to let them pass, allowing them to get the drop on Catra and the Horde Troopers and to free the Conceals from bondage. This episode of
0: she introduced us to a character, uh, to what's now a fan favorite for you and I, I would say, <laughs> deep into the episode. But the last time we covered this show, yeah. we didn't really get uh, the she experience. No, we didn't. Because... <laughs> Because of a last-minute (laughs) switch-roo, we just chose an episode that had He-Man and Skeletor in it, and so it's basically just she was an extra in a He-Man show. Right. This is the first time we've gotten to really spend a lot of time with her, with her world, Mm -hmm. the world of Etheria, to start off with... I would like to say that this world, more than Eternia, He-Man's world, which is kind of just like throw everything in the kitchen sink in, like fantasy, sci-fi, whatever. And then some. And yeah, and then throw the whole plumbing system in, and the pipes, (laughs) and the plumber. Throw the plumber in, too. (laughs) This show, I mean, has all that, but it seems to go like the extremes are further away from each other. Like The cute things are extra cute. <laughs> and the dark things look extra dark and scary Yeah, because we open the first images of this show Shiran the prin- the Princess of Power is an island of mangled Godzilla bones uh. like it's just like they t- they killed five Godzillas <laughs> yeah. and then stacked them up in the middle of the ocean and that's the place we're going to which would be how many Empire State Buildings that's a good oh I, mean, I don't know about the Empire State oh, Buildings oh sorry I only have one mode of measure and okay. that's Godzilla height <laughs> You're right. I can measure in got- feet and Godzilla height only you get it that's it. That's all I got for you. <laughs> then... We cut to the surprisingly colorful forest yeah. that's on this desolate-looking place that's made out 30, of bones.
1: Thirty-seven percent edible.
0: It's I, I I kept asking you how much this, all it looked like Willy Wonka's a vegetable version of Willy Wonka's factory, right. where it's like, oh, all of these are all of these plants are edible, and the tree bark is yeah. edible, and the rivers are drinkable, <laughs> and all these things, and, and they are. And how much is digestible is the question.
1: Yeah, and the bird poop, and it's the not. bird poop the, is probably
0: like yeah. white chocolate. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, it does also look like so. So much of it is brightly colored that it also seems like it's all very dangerously psychedelic. Yes. Like eating a uh, fly or whichever, like the typical kind of mushroom you would see if you drew a stereotypical mushroom, mm-hmm. red with white dots. That's a very dangerous mushroom. It will make you hallucinate <laughs> in the way
1: like the bath salts would. It is the nature's Stere- bath salts. Stereotypical mushroom. Yeah. I you like know what it. I mean? If you if
0: you tell somebody to draw a mushroom and color
1: in. I was going with a record label name now.
0: Well, okay, now I got you. But now I, I'm gonna—it's on the air. I, I'm gonna have to claim 100% credit.
1: Okay, 120, yeah, definitely, dude. Do it.
0: Copyright it. Just did it. All right, <laughs> we've done this before. Remember, it's like sending yourself a letter. That shit doesn't work. So then, after these fucking, you're on—you're on Bone Island, yep. Beast Island, actually. Then you're seeing these little rainbow brights. With, like they all look like the character Rainbow Bright, yeah. but they're squirrels those punky Brewsters yeah c- super colorful just all well <laughs> I say that three yeah. kinds of colors you yeah. got the three primary colors uh-huh. and that's all they're allowed to dress in I think and cute yeah, super cute very yeah. very very cute just like we're going to be if we don't do something quick they're running from a pack of salivating terror robot terriers, dogs. Yeah. robot dogs called terror terriers. That doesn't make them sound scary. <laughs> yeah. They're being chased like they're gonna give. It's like the opening of a like a, a secret of nymph show where it's like, right. oh, humans' development of robots and society uh-huh. is pushing the poor natural beasts
1: out of the the forest. Well, one does get killed right in front of us. It's does that happen? No, I remember we talked about, that. I wanted it to. I wanted one one guy so, to get maimed. So. So that time. was your desire, was for somebody, yeah, just, some the, small creature to... Yeah, I feel like at that point. I felt for these creatures more than you did. Yeah, a little bit. I want to say, and yeah. I'm worried about the hollowness behind your eyes as you I, admit to that. I wanted it to help the plot out a little bit. Just one one death, and then they, they don't address it, and it just moves on. Well, so that people know what we're talking about. We're talking <laughs> about conceals,
0: <laughs> which is a pun because there is a main character on the show named Lookie, and he's usually not a, a featured player. Mm-hmm. On the show, he's he's a not ready for primetime anything, and he is a little one of these little. They look like like I, I would call them something like sugar squirrels or <laughs> sweet britches, ra- rainbow striped silly monkeys or something like that. They just they need a a sillier a more whimsical sugar name squirrels. like that. Sugar squirrels they look like sugar squirrels. That's good. Be. Cutie toots. <laughs> they all they are, and they all have the sped up uh, or high high pitched orco voice. But they're called Con Seals because the main one, Lookie, who does not play much of a part on the show, his role is to show up at the end of the show when they do the moral and say, did you see where I hid in the episode? It's like it's <laughs> Blue's Clues or some other Nick Jr. show where it's like this this very childly interaction that I don't think the, yeah. the main viewers of a He-Man or a She-Ra would really be that interested. It's like, yeah, I saw you. I saw you over there, fucking you're you're wearing the brightest colors possible. I'm 12 years old. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. I'm over it, man. I don't I'm not looking for hidden shit. This doesn't Where's Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> a sink and find. <laughs> but they're called his species is uh-huh. called conceals because they conceal. You gotta warm me before you drop a sugar squirrel themselves. on me again, dude. you. <laughs> you yeah. gotta warm me. You're, bro. you're just mad with it over there. That's good. I like that. <laughs> conceals are being gathered and i mean they're they're featured a lot in this episode. Uh-huh. And Lucky, the one we were talking about who usually is just a an afterthought yeah. and kind of an afterbirth, <laughs> a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's just like a a, a nobody. He doesn't play any part in anything really. <laughs> Certainly not in the plot usually. He does get involved in the plot, this one, but him and yeah. his people, his people are being imprisoned by the evil horde on their home of Beast Island. Prison which, camp. And on a prison <laughs> camp, they call it, which is, there are words and phrases, terms that you should try to avoid in children's programming, Pri- certainly cartoons.
1: Prison camp. and prison then you, camp. And then you got the sugar squirrels. Sugar
0: squirrels <laughs> is on the other end of the spectrum. It's like, this is absolutely, this is the equivalent of drinking honey, but like prison camp. Uh. Economics, budget. These are things that, for various reasons, don't belong in children's right, programming. Yeah. yeah. But they're being kept on a prison camp by the evil horde. I don't know. The crime that they've committed is that they've been bringing fruit to people who've been imprisoned, people, humans who've been imprisoned by the evil horde. Yeah. When you see them doing it, it's this juxtaposition again of like really grittily dark bone-structured bars in front of the prisoners, and then they're in this cavernous area that's just, like, super textural, and then there's just this little, basically a smurf that's uh-huh. walking across the screen with the brightest, like, little tomatoes. It's just like, hey, mister, have a fruit. You're in jail. <laughs> it's just like, it just seems like they would be like, thank you for the sugar fruit you're giving me the, or whatever, the candy fruit. Yeah, yeah the burble candy fruit. And I, it's, but it's weird because that keeps happening. Like there's a bunch of times in the show where they are dealing with something that feels kind of serious because of the way they're drawing the backgrounds, which is like uber detailed. I felt, I felt like they outsourced some of the animation for this one. Well, they probably were expecting it to be like, this is a cornerstone event for, for Filmation. And of course, the next week is probably Lou is like pointing to still images from it on a projector. He's like, this is where we went wrong. Uh-huh. This is what we're trying not to do here at Filmation. Listen, animation
1: looks real good, okay?
0: Yeah, but what we're animating is shit. Nah, he he was, Lou, we all know, Lou Scheimer, head producer over at I whatever you want to call him he's the heart of uh-huh. filmation he would never cuss at people like that you don't think so no 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 i don't think he ever got i mean who knows we read his biography last year basically and he wrote it right so you got to take that with a grain of salt
1: but I, I just imagine him sitting in a dark room just smoking a cigar just watching all, all, all his all his filmation shows <laughs> making
0: all these handwritten notes on
1: <laughs> glass of scotch like, just <laughs> he man
0: needs to become he-, he prince adam needs to become uh-huh. he man five seconds earlier
1: yeah maniacally laughing at, at some of the plots <laughs>
0: These filmation shows have a lot uh, and it's not just this one it's he-man but it's all of them yep. have a lot of these characters that don't matter that might just show up for an episode or just get featured like non-featured players I never was as you I, I never was yeah I never would be <laughs> never wanted to frankly <laughs> Uh, that are species yeah. that are like the Prairie People on Brave Star, the stand-ins for Native Americans, the people you can kill off. The that question. Well, there's that, but they're always cute, and they always have sped-up voices, and they're they look like they're living out their own Smurf-like television mm-hmm. show, child's program on their own. Like they're over there having a Smurf. Just
1: in just uh, perhaps it could be a spinoff in yeah. the future. Oh yeah. you no, know,
0: he. That's the thing I'm thinking is like Lou's like you know what? Make sure we always have a Smurf knockoff in uh-huh. every one of our shows, so that at the at a moment's notice if anyone mentions like if they got one fan letter saying those conceals are great he's like ah, we're on it and then just like they are just gonna crank that shit out probably using the animation from all the times he appeared in other episodes Lou,
1: my 13 my year old loves the conceal he loves finding him when he hides from me when
0: i gotta what that that's i gotta wonder <laughs> yeah he's 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 mimicking the conceal he's really helped him hide he's not getting beat up near as much it's yeah. cool what I gotta wonder, like, was the was there fan outcry to involve Looky more in the show? Was anyone asking for this?
1: No. Three percent of, of the crowd even knew who
0: he was. Yes. <laughs> now he's being poured over by all the He Man and She-Raw fans out there. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, like what did his appearance mean? Why was he hiding behind that tree? What was the hidden meaning? He was a very scared little man. But mm. very cute. Yeah. Got a little squirrel. Yeah, yeah. I, I Travis, we got a The Truffle Troll. I feel like I just need to check you into a, a prison. Yeah, it's dark behind my eyes, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it is getting darker back there. Now, there's Lookie. Yep. And then the other conceal that makes it off of the island, the <laughs> island uh-huh. and happens to find the heroes is Lassie. Not Lassie. Oh, I, okay. I thought it was Lassie. Well, you would think so yep. because Lookie, hey, Lookie over here. But Lassie, it's like they're trying to sear away from the pun. That's... All they are is a pun, so fucking play it up. Yeah, but she's a she's Own a it. she's a cute little female conceal hot. <laughs> yeah, we always gotta take time to comment on these female cartoons, and this one is a smoking. I was like, will
1: will hold on. Yeah, smoking hot.
0: Okay, we, we, you know we should probably just make room every episode for your opinion on which cartoons are attractive in the particular episode. Lossie uh, is a cute little conceal and when she, and this is the love, this is where love comes in. Mm -hmm. This is nature's love. (laughs) When two animals of the same species meet for the first time and they're of a certain development, Mm -hmm. as Lucky and Lossie seem to be, it's just like a chemical reaction. Right, The chemistry is off the Chizards. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> cuz he saves her life uh-huh. when she she washes up on the shore after escaping the beast yep. island gets her blanket gets her blanket yep yeah. just like their tails what should have like in nature what you, would you happen you were looking for
1: the tails you want the to tails are important
0: well they keep you yeah I, I i would have expected like peacocks you know or so uh-huh. or like whatever like where something <laughs> happens physically to show that i'm ready
1: no man we're broken <laughs> <laughs>
0: When we first see our title character, she is in her identity as Princess Adora, Uh more like Princess Adorable, (laughs) and she's having a little fireside sit with her good friend, the talking horse, and sometimes flying horse, Uh Swiftwind, (laughs) whose voice is, again, Lou Shimer, Uh, it's just a a gorgeous voice if you ever heard one yeah (laughs) yeah exactly
1: (laughs) gorgeously scary oh i must say spirit it's nice to get away by ourselves once in a while yes adora the rebellion keeps us very busy sometimes we just have to relax (laughs) Uh, what happened to my thermal friend See, you, you put a cute element on there. If you, you go back and listen, he, he it's sat, mostly evil. Yeah, you're right. Guy, but he can't help it.
0: Some people are just born with voices like that. But it happens. They're sitting by the fire mm-hmm. and the glamorous she herself is cooking a crooked weenie. Yes. She has a single hot dog mm-hmm. that is just like bent in half in the middle. For no reason. For no reason. And she's cooking it and that's it. Like, that's it. I don't see anything else around him. It's, it's, it's like a
1: close-up of the hot
0: dog. That's it's, when you first really get rid It's such yeah. a weird thing for her to do. Why are hot dogs invented in Etheria? And she tries to put mustard on it, and she reaches for this mustard that's clearly just the yellow mustard bottle we yes. all have. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have it for five years, and then you realize, oh, it's been four years bad. But who cares? It, like
1: it gets a seal that could, that could oh, stand yeah. like oh, the nuclear blast. It, it
0: looks like you've left out like <laughs> acrylic paint. <God> damn. <laughs> yeah, on the damn thing. But the, and it's marked with runes, like uh-huh. it looks like Nordic runes yeah. on the thing. <laughs> that's such a weird. Like, why is she doing that? Why is she on her own, the leader of a rebellion? This prince— I mean, look, I'm glad that she gets down and dirty. Going to camping or whatever, but yeah. like what a weird thing, and, and then of course that's when Lookie shows up and snatches her hot dog, which she calls here they felt it necessary to call it something else they called it a thermal frank
1: look who's sneaking a thermal frank <laughs> <laughs> it's Lookie so I see, have a thermal frank Lookie? <laughs> no thanks I already have one <laughs>
0: which now that i'm thinking about it sounds like what you call the guy frank you went to high school with and he always wore thermal underwear. Nice. But yeah. still, like that's why did you have to rebrand hot dog? Why did you have to eat a hot dog in the first place? That was brought up in the meeting though. This was Yeah, he's up. like
1: he points to this He's like, "Now notice here on the still image." It was a smaller issue on the on this like, tune, but
0: Guys, i don't think hot dogs are in a theory but Now we've established they are, we need to lean into this. Hot dogs every episode. I'm sorry, thermal Franks. Yeah. But she's pretty quickly going to become she It's like uh, six or seven minutes in the episode, I guess, that yeah. she yells out Eight. her. Sure. You, you, yeah, you went. You, <laughs> you you outbid me. Thank you. <laughs> she turns into she but she, so because lucky and Lassie. So I, I want to say Lassie. Just say Lassie. Yeah, just say it. Lassie. Thank you. Oh, she clearly needs help. Everybody's imprisoned at the prison camp. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she says, I know someone who can help. Adora does. And then runs off with her horse. Two seconds later, she is back.
1: I think I know who'll be able to help you, Lossie. Come on, spirit. Hmm, where are they going? To get help. I so appreciate your help, she With you on our side, we'll have a much better chance of being able to free our people. It's my pleasure, Lossie. When I heard about your trouble, I came as fast as I could.
0: This, this feels like at this point in the series... Doesn't just everybody know? Why does she even have, more so than press Santa for that, then maybe it'll show up and you're like, mom, I have a PlayStation. Like, I, I have pubes. I know this stuff. What are you, why are you even playing? You just let them have their fun. Yeah. Like, you just let them do it because it's, it's more for them at that point. But I feel like everybody around Princess Adoro, every time there's a problem and she goes away for, again five seconds or however long it takes for her to transform and you hear a crash of lightning and fireworks go off like 10 Sparklers. feet over. It really <laughs> looks like she's just being transformed by like Disneyland, uh-huh. fire, the fireworks show from Disneyland. <laughs> and then she comes back. Hey, she here and acts like she wasn't there. It's worse than the Superman thing. The only thing that changes is her clothes. Everyone knows. Well, I feel like, yeah, exactly. And I feel like Lookie would look like when she goes like, I know somebody, I'll be right back. And she doesn't come back. She He would just turn to Lossie and say like, it's her. She's the one that's going to help. Just Try to act surprised when she comes back with a sword. (laughs) Like just act like that's not her for her own benefit. If you
1: don't act surprised, it's a whole thing. Yeah, whole thing. She's
0: gonna she's gonna have to come up with explanations Uh as to why she's not. The whole day's ruined. Whole
1: day's ruined. It's it's really not a good look on her. We'll never see the hot dogs
0: ever. And we're 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 angling for more hot dogs (laughs) for more thermal franks over here. When she appears as She Ra, I noticed it more this time. She's definitely dressed by men as far as like her costume choice as a character design. Yeah. She's wearing like an obscenely short dress uh-huh. or skirt that seems like it's like magically glued to her legs because you never get, you know, one of these celeb upskirts of her, thankfully. Yeah. But it's, it's like, I now that I actually got to see a few images of her just standing there, I'm like, oh no, this is going to be bad. Like if there's any wind whatsoever, but I guess that's one of her magical powers probably. She's wearing so much jewelry and I don't mean to take away like that all, I mean, plenty of ladies like jewelry, but the way that it's done, she has a giant tiara and a, like a gold choker, uh-huh. which, I'm into chokers. So I'm co- cool with that. But like, it just seems like there's a bunch of old white dudes around a cartoonist's drawing board, one single light bulb above them, and there's like cigar smoke just uh-huh. clouding the room and like, yeah, 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 yeah. Liam, see if you can make it shorter. Okay. Oh, that's great. Yeah. You know what dame's like? <laughs> Gold jewelry. Yeah. Put a choker on it. Yeah. That's the deal.
1: What does your wife not do?
0: This lady does it. <laughs> That's their first pitch, and then it probably gets toned down. This is the most cigar time ever oh, God. On, a, it's, on a podcast. It's just reeking <laughs> on of, one of, our of right brute now. in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of hair she has long hair as Adora. It doesn't really get much longer, but it gets it has more uh, volume. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. as she Princess of power. The Princess of Power. Yeah. She is she is you know, make her the queen of power, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> she's a queen. She's the only the monarch of power. Yeah, she's on top of the world. The amount of hair, the volume of hair that she has, it's down to her butt almost. Yeah. Seems like it, it's got to be so like thick with just magical energies. It would probably weigh a person down. If she wasn't super strong, we're talking like 50 pounds of hair. Jeez. Back that much you think? That's my estimate. That makes sense. I'm a hair guy.
1: No, you are, dude. That makes. I know sense, this shit. Dude. Okay. <laughs> I see but the product.
0: Have you ever been around someone who has really super long hair? Like, I don't mean shoulder length.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you had a problem
0: with it, apparently. <laughs> Well, it's kind of disconcerting to me. Yeah. Like, I mean, and a guy, maybe also man or woman, when you're talking like, I've never cut my hair, one of those people. And you're like, oh, you were homeschooled and you probably raised in a religious community of some kind, like something like that. There's always some story to go with it. Or they're a hippie, I guess, is another version of that. But it's disconcerting because it's almost like they're otherworldly. Yeah. It's like they're, they're an elf from Tolkien or something like that. It's like, oh, I can't, I got to watch it around you. I can't brandish anything brass i can't let anything brass touch you because it'll yeah. burn your iron <laughs> or whatever <laughs> but like i can just imagine like if you saw shira in person it would be this uh, uh, like it would be kind of scary not just because she's powerful she is very uh-huh. powerful but just like oh you're like more than human right you're you're like white as white zombies saying yeah you've got 60 pound hair this is too much for me more human than human mm-hmm. yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I, yeah i get it I you get got it, you. it. Yeah, I was trying to ignore it. I buy, bought- <laughs> by, by yeah, by doing that. So you, you I, want to bring? You, you
0: like to bring new metal in here, but you don't want any white oh, You're zombies. Right, man, you're right, dude. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's let's rewind. Let's rewind. Masira <laughs> is very, very, very powerful. Like, there's, I, I like that in this. There's just no question. Like, she handles the world with like the weightless strength of He Man, where it's just like you pick things up. Uh It's easy. Like, it's like when uh, you see a picture of Superman, like, spinning a planet on his finger, like a basketball. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And then swinging (laughs) swinging the spaceship or whatever. Well, yeah,
0: because she she does these feats, like, she finds a freeze cannon station Uh that looks like a small satellite and just swings it around, just like a a shock put, Right. And then she grips the Earth itself. Oh, (laughs) Yeah, and just grabs it with her bare hands and then rolls robots up in it like a big cinnamon bun. Kills <laughs> yeah, robots. Kills some robots. Yeah, there definitely is some... Robot genocide
1: yes, is real. There's some fatalities
0: in it's this. It's the real deal. Mm-hmm. And frankly, I'm, uh, I'm in favor, I think as we've established <laughs> heartily on this podcast, for the robots. She does those things. She just does all this effortlessly. But when they first arrive on Beast Island to save these conceals... God dang. <laughs> Ooh. they're blocked by a boulder when they first arrive because they're going to take this tunnel down. Yep. The two consoles are, oh, I can't believe it. And she turns into such a peacock in this moment. She just looks like, she's like, oh, this little thing and walks over to it and makes like a big production out of throwing this boulder right. up into the air. And then she spins around and looks at the camera over her shoulder and it's just like, maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> like that moment because it's a zoom up on her. It's like, why did, was she just maybe having a little bit of fun? Is she a little playful? I think Maybe a little so. bit a playful.
1: Little coy. I like it. Yeah. A little <laughs> <laughs> What was the last part? A
0: cockatish, a little bit cockatish.
1: And the double lasso, man. I mean, what, what, what is the deal with this thing? Because, I mean, He-Man had he had some ropes. He, he had some rope gang, yeah, He had right? ropes that he
0: just stored in his loincloth. Yeah. <laughs> so he has a magical loincloth that's just like uh-huh. hammer space where you can just drop anything. she has the sword, yep. which can turn into, last episode we covered, uh-huh. like a space helmet. Yep. Uh, pff, I don't know. A waffle maker? A waffle maker. <laughs> a gun, probably. Yep. Uh, an entire spaceship, I think. <laughs> it, may, it turn, Yeah, it just lots of stuff. It's very helpful. She calls for it to turn into what she calls... A double lasso yeah. because she's she, on her horse flying through the air and they're being pursued by the uh, these robots, uh, the evil hordes, robot hot pursuit. jets,
1: hot pursuit, hot pursuit.
0: <laughs> and so she's going to take care of them by grabbing them with route lassos, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, she just says to the sword, sword to double lasso. A double lasso is not a known quantity. It's not a thing that people call for. Like, it's not it's not something like cowboys would uh-huh. just be like, oh, yeah, sure, the double lasso. That's the one you want to reach for. Right. So the sword just says, okay, cool. She's talking about just two ropes. That, that, that would, just that word alone would throw your Google off. It would, I, exactly. And so it makes me wonder, yeah, the Google would go, I, 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 I can't do that. It would just be that robot that says error or uh-huh. whatever. So she just, it just turns in these two ropes and she saves the day. But it had me thinking, like, how, how does this sword interpret what she says? Because uh, last time she was really direct with like, you know, space helmet sword, right. to space helmet sword, to the, sword to shield, all these things, sword to double lasso. Like the sword should have at least hesitated just been buffering. for a second. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then, the, then the rainbow <laughs> spinny wheel or whatever, or at least it should have just been like. Just waited in silence and then, oh, you mean this. And then, like, does it telepathically know what she's actually meaning? Which is great. (laughs) If it does, like, I need that shit. Because that's when computers, I'm always telling computers, like, I didn't say that. Yeah. (laughs) But I did with my fingers. And it's just that, like, I didn't mean to type that. Or... Is it actually having to interpret what she says, uh. and in that case, that thing's just gonna like bend in on itself and crumple into paper at some point? Because she's just gonna call for a, how detailed does she need to get? Right. She's like, give me a, a form of a car, and then it's like, oh, come on, you're like form of an SUV. I oh, need a little bit more than that. It's like form of a
1: Trailblazer. Right. I don't
0: what you like. How much do you have to tell it?
1: The double lasso should have been like, okay, guiding you to El Paso.
0: <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> yeah, it's like you're
1: talking to your Siri. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, now now, now I'm in 100% for this okay. product. The Horde, the Evil Horde.
1: The, yeah, the as, only evil yeah. horde.
0: Yeah, well, because they point out in the new Shira, people call it the evil horde, and, and you know, like kind of like the that's, rebellion. Yeah, yeah, the rebellion calls it that, <laughs> yeah. and then and it. But they're kind of poking fun at the idea that it's like, well, that you would ever call anything the evil uh-huh. fill in the blank if it's right. yours. But in this, they are actually called self titled the evil horde. Like they are claiming evil. So this is another situation as we've run into before. Evil equals bodacious ruler. <laughs> Cowabunga, <laughs> cowabungalish dude. yes why are you calling yourself you, if you like what you're doing yeah. you think it's good don't you <laughs> but i don't i don't know they're already occupying Etheria. like they are the occupying force they have taken over and the rebellions rebelling against them right but what they're actually up to if it's just containing that or what i don't know I don't know what the like their their goal is really, and I don't think that Filmation does either, or at least the Evil Horde doesn't. Like, because they're just kind of locking up squirrels. <laughs> I mean, in prison is that what
1: our goal really is for feeding humans? I, I think all these conversations we're having, all the all the cartoonists had the same <laughs> same conversation. I like, wish. What are we doing with our lives? Like, I think
0: occasionally is... when you are drawing an episode like this and you're drawing another rainbow bright squirrel person, you're just like, God, why? How did I arrive hey, here? You're driving home, and you're like. What went wrong, man? I I went to NYU for art. I was going to do things. I was going to travel to France. And now I'm fucking drawing these sugar squirrels. (laughs) The story goes nowhere. Yeah, what is this? What are we even doing? And then you're fired because you have to have the heart of a child to work at filmation for very long. Just like Lou Scheimer did. And I think the problem of the evil horde for uh, for me yeah. looks to be that they have too much resources and no limits on what gets spent on what because they've just got robots out the wazoo and up the wing robots. wing lots lot of, of robot stormtroopers yep. they very much look like they copied Star Wars on that <laughs> And just free agents out in the world doing, it doesn't seem like they're following orders. They're, they're commanding. It's like a bunch of mid-level managers just out making choices about what needs to happen with no management from the top.
1: Getting killed at an, at an alarming rate. Well,
0: the robots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, <laughs> robot genocide is real. Uh-huh, yep. And this, we're seeing it here. We're usually seeing it in filmation shows. Yes, true. And one of these, I guess, metal managers then would be Catra. Yeah. She seems to be the lost fourth Catwoman from the Adam West Batman series.
1: because <laughs> just Good call, good call.
0: Oh, man. She has this condition that seems to be running rampant, at oh. least amongst Catwomen, yes, but also just amongst uh, various characters that are even slightly feline. Yeah. To genuinely think that they are cats.
1: <laughs> the Terror Terriers have captured yet another of those pesky conceals. All right. Now come along and bring the other one with you. Attention, robot batmex. She got my engines. I'm going down. She, Ra, and her friends will be in a rather sticky situation.
0: It seems to be a, a like a body dysmorphia and identity dysmorphia. <laughs> and this lady, I mean, on the new Shira. Well, I mean, obviously they're telling the story more long form, so it's yes. more cinematic. It's like, hey, we're going to develop. <sighs> we're not just trying to tell this one crazy story all in one. And Katra and Adora are on the same team because she is starting off working for the Horde just as Katra does. So that over time, I would imagine there's this kind of like d- double bind of, well, you were my friend back when I was with the Horde. And now I'm on the other side yeah. and we can't, you know, come in the middle. That's a great, and I would have loved to see Filmation try to handle that emotional depth and just drop the
1: ball immediately. They, they, they would have thrown a sugar squirrel in there so fast. <laughs> it's, dude. Well,
0: it's just like a child's drawing. It's like, it looks like this, right?
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> You're like, okay, honey, we'll put it on the fridge. I like the animation, but the storyline
0: is Yeah, is you don't weird. understand uh, yeah. depth. But, like, I would have loved to see that here as it is. <laughs> Catra, and she was a cat woman on that, like, very much a like a, a Chitara type, actually. Yeah. You know, how I feel like Chitara. Yeah, I do. <laughs> well-documented. <laughs> Legal documents, I would say, probably. Uh, she, here, she is just a, a dangerous-looking woman to me. Yeah. She seems like trouble. She is wearing, like, an entire CVS makeup department oh, yeah. worth of eyeliner, uh, eyeshadow, and filler for her, her uh. brows, and super stark-looking uh, cheekbones. Yep. If you see this woman on Tinder, I implore you to swipe left. I know, look, I know she's... Do you think so? She, I know she's... Oh, look. And I'm, uh, this sounds like a woman-specific thing. There's okay. a male equivalent to this for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Probably. Maybe even it's just an insane clown posse. <laughs> like a chuckle. I don't know. But there's plenty of version, male versions of this. In this case, this is someone who's, who says, I was a cat in the, my former life. Hmm. Oh, one of those. And you're like, you once didn't believe that, and now you do, and they, your life has changed. They own two mood rings. Yeah, but there's also <laughs> this like this militant aspect about it. And again, that's dangerous for me, uh-huh. because that's a lure. She, she's trying to lure me in. But yeah, I think she would just... Well, and also, whatever you find sexy about her that's feline, yeah. this woman actually turns into a cat and lives as a cat, even when she's human. So on the other end of that sexy night that you might have, I guess, <laughs> is a grown woman... Taking a dump in a cat (laughs) in litter and puking up whatever she ate the night before. That is so hot. Because that okay, well then maybe you should swipe right in. Okay, yeah. You will be in the morgue by the end of the week. (laughs) This woman will chew you up and spit you out. (laughs) She's a man-eater. And she does turn into a man-eater. She transforms. I the whole episode I thought, so she just is into cats, right? Yeah. Because she's just wearing like this weird. Uh, like how Catwoman in the last Batman movie kind of had this mask that she wore f- like they were ears but then when she pulled it down yeah. it was a cat mask. She pulls a cat mask down and then just kind of imitates the body language of a cat. And, and does the, uh, the, and does, like, the like, little like, purr. Like grr. <laughs> and then transforms <laughs> magically into a purple panther with a mask on. And that in like real life would be uh-huh. mind melting. Like it, your reality would be shattered forever. <laughs> especially when it started talking with but her love, voice. I mean
1: a lot of this stuff would be mine true
0: opinion. this to me seemed like especially like i would just like you're like oh my god i've been in a waking dream for all my life and i'm never getting out <laughs> this is going to this is my life now but what cuts that for me is the way they animated her talking as a panther it's like when someone films their dog and then they fill in the voiceover later. Like, yeah. well, I'm a dog and I'm yawning now. It just looked so
1: like, bah, 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 bah. That, that is the point where Filmation took back over the, the pin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For the animation, they're like, hey, okay, it's all good. We ran out of money. We figured all, okay, it out. Yeah, yeah we figured it out. Now. Don't, No problem.
0: We're just going <laughs> to borrow the mouth animation from uh, the Groovy Ghoulies. <laughs> and we're just going to fly it on in there and we're good. We've already animated the mouth. near the end of the episode yep. uh when the heroes have found their way into the bowels of beast island horrific place once again i can't i can't say that enough it's just a dinosaur <laughs> graveyard mm-hmm. what killed all these dinosaurs asteroids there too mm-hmm. in a theory yep. it's just so every reality had dinosaurs but they all died the same way one consistent wow. thing yep. Wowzers. yep between all the multiverse. Yes, sir that's a that's a bummer I know. an inter it an interdimensional meteor storm yes okay they're in the bowels of beast. I want to call it Dinosaur Island. Yeah. I mean that would be the obvious thing to call it. It's mostly dinosaur bones. It's like 90% dinosaur bones. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Very few of them edible, I would say. It's mostly an inedible island as far as There's the bones go. There's that one go. though. There's that one. It's been out in the sun long enough. The marrow yeah. is is nice and <laughs> tender. Under the island, they get trapped. A trap door opens up cuz they thought ahead. And <laughs> she they fall in and Katra is watching them from a layer Uh with the biggest widescreen, that she can find. Uh, like, it's seriously huge, like a movie screen and she's sitting about five feet in front of it uh-huh. but somehow that's a good idea and she's announcing over technology all of a sudden she has a microphone in her yep. hand and she's watching her her heroes like fall into her trap. It's a themed... It's a themed microphone. <laughs> it's a Catra themed microphone. It is themed for her like after her mask. It's just a, 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 by the way, a wired microphone so they're advanced enough to have cameras all over but no wireless mics yet but she's just holding it and talking into this wired microphone like she's a she's an announcer at church like telling you what's coming up the next weekend or something like that but it has <laughs> her fucking logo
1: on it well, that there's is a, a level of fastidiousness there's a potluck coming up this next week.
0: exactly yeah <laughs> and as she's doing that I'm, I'm thinking and there's a PA system in Where they are underneath the island. That looks like
1: a a a bone. It's a rib cage. It's a rib cage (laughs) that's kind of like
0: from a spider. (laughs) A giant spider that's somehow transmitting sound. And I'm thinking, okay, so that had to be an installation. The there has to be a camera somewhere in there that she's watching from. That's an installation. I want to know more. I want to follow on like HLN the people who do installations for villain layers.
1: That's would be I would love this. Great.
0: Just uh, just like it's probably a family thing. Just uh co- like they're less blue collar than their parents They're more pro- like progressive than their dad Is was, it but their dad All brothers
1: was, all brothers or are you thinking like a whole family like uh you know, son I'm mom. thinking that it's, the <laughs> current one
0: I'm thinking the current family the generation that's in charge uh-huh. is a man and wife. Okay. And the brothers are also involved, but there's some family drama because it's like, yo, this is family. <laughs> yeah, but she's my wife now. That means she's family too. Yeah. And then these kids are growing up and they've got crazy new ideas about uh-huh. how to do this. And the, But the parents yeah, the are new, forgetting- the new
1: school versus the old school ways. Yeah.
0: And the parents, of course, are forgetting that they were them once. They had new crazy ideas, like apparently bone speakers uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, then the dad, they go to him with this, or the, you know, the, the patriarch of this whole thing who started it, you know, Bob's, villain services or whatever, Bob's installations, and they go to him, and he has some input, and it's like, you know, what we used to do is uh, you have a slide, and you put spikes on it underneath the trap door, and it's just like, it, it just grates on their butts as they're uh, winding on down into whatever the layer is.
1: You ever re- re- hop into a, a crazy nightmare when you change clothes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I worked on that show. I worked on Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And it is in the bony bowels, which sounds like a terrible condition of dinosaur oh, monsters. I got a case of bony bowels over here. It's just, oh. <laughs> My intestines are suddenly made out of bones. <laughs> is where we meet the the breakout character. Oh yeah, who who does deserve? If anyone gets a spinoff from Shira, it and I hope I hope that they bring this guy back in another version uh-huh. or the same exact I don't know version if I can handle it in the new She-Ra, cuz he deserves it he deserves to be revisited uh-huh and the reason that i really chose this episode yeah. and and honed in on it mr slime pig <laughs> mr doctor slime pig mr <laughs> slime pig is his name yep. his god given his christian name <laughs> good lord <laughs> mr slime pig is something I think you're called when you're being used as a human footrest. Uh-huh. Like yeah. that's something you pay someone to call you yeah. and you respond through the zipper mouth of the gimp suit that you're wearing. Like that's after you're moving the ball. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like, yes, yes, mistress. I am Mr. Slime pig. I mean, Mr. Is almost too much. It's too much respect. Give it, give it like Mr. Slime pig. <laughs> this is, this is, this is a pig. Yep. Pretty much out of a Hanna-Barbera cartoon Uh huh. as, I, I guess Beast Island is like home to many cute animals, but its actual landscapes are terrifying. You know, H.R. Uh, Giger esque uh, hellscapes. Like the whole, like the whole cartoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Slime Pig is a pig in a yellow, almost a tracksuit. That's uh-huh. what it looks like a little bit. And given how he talks, that wouldn't be too far off. Wearing purple and green goggles because he spends a lot of time. In slime. Uh-huh. In in one
1: foot of in slime. In one foot
0: of slime, as we find. <laughs> and that's what happens is our heroes, when they fall through that trap door we were talking about, they fall into about one foot of slime. Yep. Lossy and Shira are just standing in it and immediately look sick and sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just look... They look like they, they're possessed by the spirit of Droopy Dog. Yeah. All of a sudden, <laughs> if anyone's seen or read The Phantom Tollbooth, there's the doldrums. It just looks like boogers on the walls that are telling you... Life sucks. Stay here. Yeah. That's basically, I mean, without the slime talking to them, which would have been great. That would have been cool, it's, too. It's the mud sirens. You, kind of, yeah. yeah. It's silently call, telling them, just stay here. Nothing's uh-huh. good. Because they just kind of look like they have the mumps or something. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they can't figure out a way. Now, luckily, L- Lookie is above them, hanging by his prehensile tail off of for, the bones. For the ninth time in this. Yeah, in he's this done that. His uh-huh. tail really came into play quite a bit here. So good for him. Good for him to have it. Yeah, definitely they can't get out because they just can't will themselves to get out right lossie just consigns herself to death she's like we're just going to be here for the rest of our lives <laughs> like that's this, quickly this is me she she's overtaken by a, a heavy spirit at which point she slaps the slime out of and and, and curses the slime she's yep. angry at the slime <laughs> at which point mr slime pig makes his first appearance yep he comes out of <laughs> he's been laying in 1 foot of slime this whole time <laughs> and just appears and he comes to the defense of slime more than once, like it is is his much maligned brother, who's he's a black spent, sheep. But you don't know him. You don't. He's good people. He spent a lot of time with this. He is this slime. He's fucking cuckoo for this slime. <laughs> I he the way he comes out. He's talking. He's a talking pig yeah. in a yellow suit in slime, and he comes out sounding like uh, kind of like a mobster on helium, yeah, and he's saying that's shit. Good, that's good. <laughs>
1: What you're saying about slime? Slime's uh, Great stuff. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's, uh, well, yeah, but it's a wonderful sort of grossness uh, thing, don't you think? Oh, I'm I'm sure it's very nice for you, Mister Slime Pig, but it isn't very nice for us. Slime's good, you know. I like slime. I the music in the background. Too. Slime never did anything <laughs> wrong to nobody. He'd never give it a chance. He will even know what slime
0: is. I mean, even like, it's like you say, oh, you think you're better than slime? All of a sudden, you should read this pamphlet I wrote about slime. Just he he is so in love with slime. He's like writing sonnets about it out loud. He's doing like Shakespearean sonnets about slime. Just how great it is. Team and slime. Teams, he is on team slime. Yeah. Hashtag team uh-huh. slime pig. At. At <laughs> Twitter dot Facebook. <laughs> Forward slash Reddit. Hmm. Reddit. I wrote the damn thing. <laughs> but slime pig. But sli- I mean, we got to get back to the slime Dude. pig. Yeah, this is a. We need to stay on track with this guy. Crazy. He's character. important. He comes. With, he comes to slime's defense. Where did this? What in what evolutionary track did this creature come to exist? There's no other slime pigs around. This is Mister Slime Pig. He's in clothes. Uh-huh. Where did the clothes come from? Why was he dropped into this environment? It reminds me of like when you have eyeless. Or blind uh, creatures because they live in caverns that are pitch dark. <laughs> it's like, you just wonder, how did this life even come to exist? How did a fucking pig <laughs> just appear out of slime? Like this. <laughs> they quickly ask him, let us out of the slime. It's in our way. We're trying to go save some seals here. And this shit's in our way. And he says, okay, fine. And he produces an open test tube, uncorked. From inside his yellow tracksuit. Yeah. And it looks like it's just full of more slime. Uh-huh. It's just more brownish, greenish liquid. And says, so, yeah, this is slime destroying serum or something? Is he a chemist? It's, where did he get? Why would he have this? He loves slime. There's no motivation for him to have this, to get rid of slime. That's the last thing he wants to do. He's just talked about how great slime is, but his his New York mobster or whatever it is in him really comes out then because they're asking if they can have it. He's like, well, what you done for me? You know, what have you done for me? <laughs> he should probably be like, and what have you done for slime recently? <laughs> and so that's when Lookie grows a pear, jumps down, attacks the pig, wrestles the tube from him. He says, okay, now we can go. And Shira chides him for this. And we come to, I think, a real crossroads morally. I think so. The message that Shira gives us is stealing someone else's property, taking something that is not yours, is never okay in any way. This is going back to that whole, is it okay to steal bread for your starving family? Right. Look, he says, okay, I'll give it back. <laughs> At which point, Slime Pig, even though he was just attacked and they did steal his shit and just yeah. gave it back, he's like... You show me this kindness, I will get rid of the slime so you can go save
1: your people. <laughs> slime Pig wouldn't do this in real No,
0: life, no, right? well, yeah. Slime Pig would say, yeah, that's not enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you got to give me something else here.
1: You got to leave this uh, lost. Latent disrespect.
0: Yeah. It's the likes of which I've never seen. Kiss the slime. Kiss the slime. <laughs> Slime Pig lets him through. She-Ra saves the day the conceals the <laughs> are freed. They run off. Everybody's happy. Uh, Catra is thrown down into the, the, the pit <laughs> <To> where <die. laughs> Mr. Sw- yeah, to die. She hates it. She's <laughs> st- stuck in cat form in the slime and Mr. Slime Pig, when she says, I hate slime, he of course has to jump to the defense of slime and, and go through just the same script. Yeah. Like he's an activist for slime.
1: He forgot everything that just happened. Yeah, he just, he, he right was, back in it.
0: he, it's like the Hall of Presidents <laughs> where he just reactivates and goes yeah. through the motions. I hate
1: slime. Hey, uh, watch what you're saying about slime. Slime's uh, wet stuff. It's beautiful, it's uh, wonderful.
0: I think we've been, uh, our, our meters are off. We need to recalibrate because we've watched too many tunes. So now we think that this is like, that was a pretty, you know, Mr. Slime Pig showed up. It wasn't that crazy. How about this?
1: she gets a little more zany with it. Yes. Because I would, I would compare this episode kind of to the Plundar. He-Man episode. You
0: know oh, the, where we had uh, He-Man travels to another world Correct, where there's yes. a, a man-rabbit. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay.
1: Man-rabbit and then the little animals that yeah. are outside of their- I agree
0: to that because there's more ch- uh, childish uh, kitty elements to it. Yeah. And that's, I guess, what this show has. But we, we got to keep coming back to it. I mean, because one, it's just kind of like more He-Man. Uh-huh. But also there's all these weird characters that we still have not touched on. There's a ton of characters on this show that we've still not seen between two episodes. Do you want Slime Pig to come back? I would prefer if Slime Pig took over as the lead. <laughs> but uh, or at least got the spinoff, you know the the, the wild adventures of Mr. Slime Pig and his oh, slime. I don't know if I could do it. I certainly could, and I really, again, I really would love if they would even just reference uh, in a subtle way Mr. Slime Pig in the new Shira and the Princesses of Power. In the slightest, just, the slightest just a little, way. like he's a stuffed toy. He's a stuffed animal that somebody has mm. in their room. I know we only gave, uh, we've only given it one episode so far to watch, but the new Shira. Uh, not as zany not <laughs> easily <at all. laughs> easily put uh, it's way more cinematic there's uh, you know really good sound design Working and out in
1: the beginning <laughs> yeah like well it's, <laughs> it's this whole
0: scene. yeah there's like it's one of those things where they start off with an action scene that's actually is training but you don't realize that necessarily mm-hmm. right yeah. away and it gets you worried oh what's happening i mean it goes through all the all, well that's the thing is like at least for me and i don't think that these the show was made for me don't know if it was made for you well i mean yeah okay I'm, I'm. I said I don't know, so I didn't I'm, take a hard it hard stance on I'm with you too. I'm okay. with you as well. Why do You tell me. What do you feel that Shiran, the princesses of power, was made for you? No. When I'm watching it, it feels like I'm just seeing all of these tropes of like, okay, you do this thing to trick us into thinking this. Uh-huh. Oh, and now the characters are meeting, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And and because it is following a good storytelling t- structure yeah. that's more based on cinema and it's more long form, but that makes me just watch out for all those things. Whereas on the episode we watched, I'm consistently like, oh, really? That's happening now. <laughs> Wow, okay. Like, you can't easily predict all the things that will happen in a filmation show, especially one based on He-Man, she the like. Definitely. Oh, Travis, we have kicked off Filmation February. We kicked it. It's happening? hmm You've been wanting it to happen? You want every year to be Filmation Year, is that correct? Yes. Okay. 100%. I just wanted you to... Clear that up for me. Uh, well, it's not going to be, but you do get a month. Thank gosh. And Filmation February continues next week mm-hmm. with little group of fellas uh-huh. that managed to get in trouble that teaches them a lesson.
1: Oh, no. And, and there's a moral?
0: It's Filmation, baby. Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, it's Filmation, baby. <laughs> Until then, you can reach us on Twitter, Twitter at dptunecast. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash dptunecast. And you can always send us an email dptooncast at gmail.com
1: And if that wasn't enough, please check out our rap music video on YouTube. It's a parody mashup of 1992's X-Men animated series theme Mixed up with Sir Mix-a-Lots, Baby Got Back. Just search Days Past Tooncast on YouTube. Video's called X-Men Attack. Uh, double up. Oh. Uh. Oh. uh, Make us viral, please.
0: Filmation train is leaving the station for this week, but it'll be back Ooh. next week. It always arrives on time. Toot, 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 toot. Until then, you can Ooh. tooter my dooter.
1: Tooter my dooter tooser.
0: Hi, <laughs> grubber. Ow! Swow! Uh, yeah! What? <laughs> Got a rock and roll daddy. Okay.
1: The vampire princess. <laughs> Awake from a slumber. I you, not <laughs> I'm a rock and roll baby with drums. I'm not buckled. You're always bringing that new mail in here, yeah. tracking into here. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't track
0: in a couple of puddles of... <laughs> Not mud, always, but white zombie. Always dropping that corn everywhere. <laughs> Filmation in February. I guess that has somewhere. all the sweet metals in it. the all precious the sweet metals. metals. All the Ethereum metal uh. you can stuff down your keister. <laughs> I do declare. She was uh, foghorn, leghorn. I say, I say, I say, I say, blah, blah, big And
1: to them I'd say, check out this dickwad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to put my surfboard out for that one. Yeah. You can put it back now. Okay. Oh, no, I get it out. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, I
0: said, I said, put it. Put it out okay, and yeah. take it down. Huh? Shove it. So then we're a go for next filmation February, just watching whatever the new season of Shiron the Princesses of Power is. Did I understand? What? <laughs> <laughs>